Alright, tonight we're going to continue our series Shape Jesus and Relationships. And tonight we're going to talk about Flame Peacemaker. Now, this is a very hard thing for a lot of people to be a peacemaker. Because a lot of people in our minds, what we want to do is we want to cause trouble. We want to be the opposite of a peacemaker. And if you're anything like me when I was in high school, I was a big instigator. Are you I'll be honest. Are you I was a big instigator and I would cause people to fight at times um, and laugh at that time. Um, you know, I would say I was a liar because I would say that this person said this about your mom. And they didn't really say nothing about their mom, but it's just funny because you just wanted to see them get back and forth. I'm going to say I'm not proud of it. I'm not proud of it by any means. But I was an instigator. It's only in our relationship, man. Okay, not I don't, I don't try to cause people to fight. All right. But is there any other more instigators in the room? Any more instigators? Me, me, boy. Yeah, I see movies. But tonight we're talk about living at peace with one another. One might say that Jesus' entire mission was about making peace between God and us. And so it's no surprise that Jesus is concerned with us being people of peace as well. There is no room for anger or hatred in the Christ-centered relationship. As Christ follows, we have to model the peace of Christ to others. And tonight we want to remind ourselves of this and challenge us to look at their relationships through a lens. I want to imagine for a second that, again, this is a conflict between two friends. Now, what we would like to do, some of us will try to pick sides and say, this person is right, well, this is my closest friend, and so, you know, we, we would rather see people fight. But as we look at God's Word, God's Word doesn't want us to see people fight. He wants us to make peace with people. How many of you ever met, met an angry person? Anyone met an angry person? I won't even ask you that if, you, if you're an angry person that you know, I won't even say that, but you know, we know angry people. Angry people are very hard to get along with. Angry people are very hard because what happens is if you come against them, they're going to lash right back out at you. How many of you have ever been in the middle of a, trying to make peace with somebody, especially in a fight, that you broke a fight but you actually got punched in the middle of the fight? Oh, That's why you don't do them things. That's why you don't do them things. And you have been punched, and then maybe you get involved in the fight. But in Matthew 5, 21 24, it says, If you have heard that it was said to those of old, you shall not murder. For whoever murders will be liable to judge judgment. But I say to you that everyone who is angry with his brother will be liable to judgment. Whoever insults his brother will be liable to the council. And whoever said, You fool, will be liable to hell of fire. I want to start there for a second. Because we need to recognize exactly what it's saying, and that look, we need not to be angry. When we say a brother, we're not talking about a blood brother, we're talking about a brother in Christ. You see, one thing I like to think about, and, and I think that we need to get in our heads, is this is that none of us in this room, whether you have a blood sister or brother, if you have a brother or sister in Christ, they're even closer to you than a blood brother or sister. Because 
You may be saying, well, Nicola, that doesn't make sense. Well, this is why it makes sense, because you know what? We remember a brother or sister who doesn't know Christ as Savior, and we won't spend eternity with them. But we on this earth, we have brothers and sisters in Christ, which is a, a bond that, what is closer, that should never break. And it's something that we should always try to work together to men. And that's what he's saying. Look, you heard it said of those, you shall not murder, and whoever murders will be liable to judgment. And we know that some murders say, even if you're mad or whatever, you're, you're committed murder in your heart. Verse 23 says this. So if you are offering a gift to the altar, and you remember that your brother has something against you, think about it for a second. Here it is, we, we're thinking about a gift to the altar, and I would say this, in our way, we would say sometimes this is communion, communion table. If you're coming to church, or you're coming to present yourself to God, but you know you have something against your brother, or you know that your brother has something against you, you need to forget that and go make things right. You know, one thing you have to understand is this, and I'm sure you already know this. You don't have to go looking for conflict. You don't have to go looking for conflict. Conflict will find you wherever it is. The question comes to this, is that what are you doing to help in that conflict? Are you the reason why conflict always happens? Or are you a person that tries to live in peace with people? You know, for me, I'm going to tell you this is how I am. If I know someone's got something against me, I'm going to go out. If I feel like, all right, you know, me and Michael, me and Michael have this good relationship, and all of a sudden Michael stops talking to me. And I'm like, what? I know what I did to Michael. You know, I may have, you know, gave Michael an elbow in the basketball court, and he just said, you know what? Forget Nicholas, I don't like him anymore. I don't know. But I noticed that Michael isn't talking to me anymore. And I say to myself, you know what? Why if he has something against me? So I'm a person I'll normally go to Michael and say, Michael, hey, um, did I do anything to offend you? Did I do anything to hurt you? Now, Michael has a choice in this situation. Michael can either say, yes, this is what you did. Or Michael could say, no, and lie to me. Because I did do something to him that he feels offended in. And then he could keep that in his heart. And let me tell you something will happen next. Business will come and play. And I'm not business is something that will kill you. It will kill you. When you're bitter and angry at somebody, there's no way of getting over that. Until you really deal with that problem. So that's usually how I am. Now there's some people who, we know people in this room, we know people in our families who have, haven't talked for years. And some of them don't even know why they haven't talked for years. We have friends who, you know, basically, um, you know, we were friends in, in this realm of things, we were close then, and all of a sudden now we're apart because this thing happened. Now, am I saying that friendships don't grow apart? No, I'm not saying that. Because there are friends who I had in school who we don't hang out like that anymore. But that doesn't mean that I have something against them. It's just that our lives are in separate ways, and I'm trying to pursue Christ and they're doing things in the world. So we have to be very careful there, and we have to understand that, hey, if I have something against my brother, how can I truly worship God? How can I truly say, you know what, God, I'm going to give you everything. I'm going to bring my gift to the altar, 
even though I don't like my brother or sister. Verse 24 says, Leave your gift there before the altar and go. First to be reconciled to your brother, and then come and offer your gift. You see, we have to make sure that, hey, it's not just about coming to someone. And let me just tell you this. This is no way to apologize to someone, right? I'm sorry, but. If you start this conversation, I'm sorry, but. You need to just kill that conversation right there. All right? Because you know what people like to say? Oh, Jared, I'm sorry, but you did this to me to get me mad. Am I really forgiven, Jared? No. I'm bringing up what, what he did to me. Is you renewing? The point is that we're supposed to say, you know what? I'm just sorry. You know, I'm sorry. You know, could you forgive me? Uh, you know, again, we're human beings. That's one thing that Jesus has over us that we can never, you know, understand. Jesus forgives and forgets. Human beings don't forgive and forget. Because I can guarantee you this, that if Jared did something and I said, Jared, I'm sorry for what I did or whatever, or, you know, whatever happened, but Jared does something again, my mind can bring back every single thing he did. That's, that's not the right thing to do, but that's just how our minds think. That's how it works. That's why we should be thankful for what Jesus did for us. Because if we sit and think of all the mistakes we've made in life against Christ, boy, and he just said, you know what, I'm going to forgive you, and then we sin again, but you just did this, Nicholas. We'd be in serious problems. You know, for me, I remember being your age, and I wasn't too long ago, I'm not ugly, okay, but I remember being your age. And I did some things, I would go to some parties and or I would do some things, not even a bad person, but I would do things and say, you know what? God forgive me of this, right off I my sin. <laughs> you know, and that's how we would do that's how we, we all we think, you know. God, Jesus isn't a genie in a bottle that we just rub him when we want something. Are we in this relationship forever? This is no Aladdin. Alright? You're not crying three wishes and hope for the best. No, no, you're in this relationship for, for life. So I ask you tonight. Can you think of somebody that you need to get things right with? Can you think of somebody who, you know, well, you know, this happened in life. You know, and I don't even know why we don't talk anymore. I need to find out. And maybe it's just ask like a person for forgiveness. You know, I understand that with girls, it's a lot different than guys. One week they wipe in, the next week they friends. Do you want me to know what guys can do? Punch out, punch out, boys. A guy can stop a guy right now and they fist it up and out for their cool. Okay, beat up. But, but, girls, girls can hold a grudge. Now fall. But them guys make up so quick. 
I know that some of you, listen, I know that some of you looking around the room, and you're thinking, that ain't me, but I know someone so. That ain't what it's about. In between that person and God. And we need, you need to get things right. Get things right. I'm going to pray. I'm going to give five minutes. You need to take someone up or everyone. You just go outside. You need to pull someone. And let me just say this. Without that word life, let me tell you, what, what, let me tell you how you're going to come find. Because guess what? We didn't have the merit system. We didn't, we didn't have the merits. I was an RA. I couldn't just write someone up because they did something. I had to go and talk to them. I had to go and talk to them face to face. Even if, you know, I was, I had to talk to them and say, look, someone so, your bad's dirty. You need to get that straight. Someone so, you did this. You did. So it wasn't, I had to learn this. This isn't something that's easy and say, yeah, you just talk to people about problems. No. But I would really challenge you, we're going to let this play and then we're going to go to small groups. But please, if you need to get something right with somebody, get it right. Or secondly, if you need to get your relationship right with God, you do that as well. So I'm going to pray. Father, thank you for this day. Thank you again for this night, for all you've done. Brother and Father, we pray that you would just continue to be honored in our relationship with you. Father, I don't know um, just the relationships here tonight. But Father, I pray you'd work in those people's hearts. I need to go and talk to others. Get things right. Father, they would be brothers and sisters in Christ. Recognize that if one sister or brother is hurting, that that's the whole body hurting. And Father, we just pray that you would just continue to be with us tonight in our small groups that would be on and all that we do. We just thank you, Jesus. Amen.